0: Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. I'm super freaking excited about this episode. You'll find out why here in a few minutes. My name's Josh. Joining me today is Tyler, as always.
1: Hi. Tyler, as always, is in the house.
0: And for the first, second time, first time. Nope. First time. First time, for sure. That's right. I was thinking he was on our year-end wrap-up, but he was not. <coughs> Everybody for else was. the first time on this podcast, we have uh, Christopher.
2: <laughs> Say hi, Christopher. So this is where the applause comes in, right? You're going to put that in there?
0: You know, I, I will. Just for you, okay. I will do it. So, oh,
2: sweet. Um, not been on a podcast. Wasn't sure what to wear, but I think I wore the right thing. <laughs> You nailed
0: it. Which you was went for nothing. minimalist, we could, classy minimalist. We, we should great. pull a
1: scene from The Office right now and like, Chris, why are you holding a chainsaw? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you wore a pink thong and nothing else. Again. <laughs> no, uh, I'm really excited as well. Chris and I go way back uh, to the day I was born. He's my oldest. Mm, that's a long time. He didn't. That was that was a little twist there. Um. Yeah, no, really. He is my oldest friend. Not an age. No, I
2: because have... I think Josh is older than I am.
1: Josh is older than both of us. Josh is almost older than both of us combined, really. Wow, that's a little... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's only a <laughs> it's tiny not... gap. It's a few years. But, um. Yeah. Cr- you know, we, we've had some times... Did we ever um, record things in my room
2: growing up? Yes. Like ta- but that was when we had tapes.
1: Yeah, I just thought about that, actually. That's, we've come full circle.
2: Like, like, we, the old fashioned, like, like the old-fashioned, like the
1: stereos. Yeah, we used to pretend we yeah. had a radio show. And man, that's awesome. We would record into my boombox. Wow, man,
2: we were like in third or fourth grade. That was the OG podcast. That was before yeah, you guys yeah, were we podcasting. were doing it before
0: it was cool. <laughs> that was analog podcasting you guys were doing. It was
1: analog podcasting, and the that's tapes fantastic. never made it to the interwebs.
0: But I would love to hear some of those tapes if you find too.
1: them. I would, too. I'd I need to go find them. They're probably somewhere in my parents' attic or something. That'd be awesome. But um, anyways, uh, so this is really cool. That's I. I'm glad I had that thought just now because I would have been really sad if I didn't have it, and then it was over. But and then you had it we- later.
0: And then it'd be too late. You
1: could edit it in. Like, it'll be a different background, a different, like, sounding voice. Just a very obvious cut <laughs> like, with <no>. only Tyler <laughs> in talking. In the middle of nothing. I'd be like, yeah, so it worked the other day. And Chris and I used to record uh, audio. <laughs> no, we uh, we did, though. And uh, we've been through a lot since then. And uh, here we are, man. Full circle. Yeah. Here we are. So we
0: are. Um, that's pretty cool. Chris also lives in, in Richmond area. Mm-hmm. Good old RVA. Mm. Uh, what he do you? What are you? In my what are you doing for a living now, Chris? What am I
2: doing? You know, I I wake up every day thinking, what am I doing? But what I what I go to is I go to a place, <laughs> uh, and, and I and I manage a medical office. Um, that, that manage is a very broad word, but um, I know what that's like. You know, you just make sure everything. Goes how it's supposed to go.
0: You do all the things.
2: I do all the things. Yeah. He, out uh, of all my cool. friends, he has probably the coolest description
1: because you're managing doctors. Yeah, there's doctors. Like, that, you know fun. what I'm saying? That, like... Yeah. So here, here's the real story. So,
2: so I make uh, maybe a fourth of what the doctors maybe a maybe an eighth, to be honest. And I'm I have to go around and tell doctors what to do. So this, that's fantastic. You know, they don't think I make what they make, but at the same time, yeah, it's, it's pretty, a little uh, that's pretty fun, interesting. I actually
0: haven't is, thought about
1: that. Like you're the
0: that is interesting.
2: Like you're the coach,
1: and they're the NFL players making all the money playing the game, and you're making good money. But it's like, like yeah. you know, I'm the one making the decisions of what's happening on the field, and
2: I'm making a quarter of what those guys making a doctor's salary.
0: Yeah, like nobody's thanking Chris when their herpes gets cured no. or anything. Well, no, they're in the they're other doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh all right well there you have it um so yeah i'm excited to have chris on this episode Me of too. the podcast. he's doing
2: great right this is good like he's natural
0: this is perfect content chris you should be here every week should be cool well, you're gonna make time for currently this every
2: week? i'm one for one so let's all right awesome
0: <laughs> we'll keep the ball rolling next week we'll see for our listeners we 50 did, 50 chance <laughs> for
1: our listeners we did a um an audio test before and he said it was the first time he's heard his own voice so that tells you that tells you where we're coming from here. It's always good to that, have it's always good to have somebody a guest come in who is just here, you know? Yeah. Like they're just like, let's do this thing. I'm yeah. you know. That also tells you that ride.
0: uh one of the three people on this podcast will not be listening to this podcast probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> when it's done. <laughs> so, we'll yeah. see though. I don't know. We might have three listens in the can already. Suspense. I don't even know. Um so you the listeners will find out why we're excited to have Chris on this episode of the podcast momentarily. um Tyler, that new job is working out all right so far so Josh, i'm getting I'm getting lots of alarming pictures and videos from people's addicts
1: so Josh, yeah, I had one this week where it was it was I had like two inches above me while I was crawling on my belly. yeah, that's the amount of space I had left
0: I don't like it to work with,
1: and it definitely like I don't suffer from claustrophobia. But it did feel like it was getting smaller the longer I was up there i I had a panic moment where it was such a tight spot I could not turn around. I could only go backwards. Ooh, don't like that so I could and my my lamp is on my head, it's a headlamp, and I didn't have room to like I didn't bring my tools like my flashlight stuff because it was such a tight space. so I was going around looking for like you know problem spots doing my doing what I do and taking pictures yeah, i when I got in that that moment that I realized I could not go i could not turn around and i could not see behind me because the light was on my head i started like i literally started like 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 for a second like i I didn't freak out but i did think in that moment like okay worst case scenario i like have a nervous breakdown start screaming and firefighters have to come cut a hole in this guy's roof and extract me from the situation but i'll probably
0: live i would imagine Still not great though.
1: Not not the best not the how you want the day to end.
0: Not yeah, not really what you want. But I got
1: down and everything was fine and uh it okay. was great. But uh, what I was going to tell you is this though, as a whole for this year. I know we had high hopes for the year going into it. You know, 2017 was the big one.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Was... We we were off to a great start, Josh. Week 1 was great. Week 2 was better. It Was
1: better. And then it happened.
0: We ruined it in week 3.
1: And then it happened. Week 3 comes along, and freaking knocks the socks off of week one and two. It was fantastic. Nice. It was so Didn't good. Even see that coming. It was so good. No. Uh, right on. It. Re- I probably won't do this every week. Eventually, it will get old.
0: <laughs> At this point, it's well, fifty-two times. I think would be a little much. So. <laughs> no, it was. Oh, it... Wait, this this is
1: a thing. No, this is the third time we've had this. This conversation. is the third time we've done this. We, <laughs> we, we do the fake out because it's the today is the twenty what second third. So we are definitely yeah something uh, like that twenty second second. Anyways, so uh, uh, we well, right th- on week three of of twenty seventeen was good. Good, and, um, I'm happy you're about still, that.
0: You're still keeping
1: fit. I'm still working on that, man. I uh, right I, on. I do some stuff. Before we got on here, I made well, I made my wife a green smoothie mm-hmm. with just a bunch of green things, fruits and vegetables, but it tastes really good at the end. You
0: just take you just take greens green crayons, green if it's green, and green markers. If it's green and it fits in a green juicer. food coloring, you just just anything green. You just put it in there and blend it all up. Yep. It. with some kale
1: yep and then i made one uh with some kale always <laughs> always with the kale every um, smoothie
0: has to have kale
1: <laughs> well i mean if it's 20 yeah like these days like if it was the yep. 90s they'd say what's that but these days it's like oh exactly. gross that's a grand smother without cow oh. <laughs> 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 all
2: right so
1: i made one that was okay it's um that's really good for you it's beets mm-hmm. carrots an apple a little bit of ginger and i put some cinnamon in there for some good measure okay. Why not? Uh, it's okay. It's not my favorite, but it's, uh, it's what I had before. It's very red. It will stain your teeth red. Not permanently, yeah, that but was, in the moment of drinking it.
0: The first thought I had was somebody's going to think you got shot in the mouth mm. or something. Yeah.
1: Well, the, I had that happen the other day. I went to a customer, and I had just taken one of those on the go. I thought you
2: were going to say you got shot in the mouth. No, yeah. <laughs> happened the other day.
0: Pulled a gun. Got, my mouth was so, not expecting that. I know what that looks like And it's not this So
2: <laughs> So you are wrong
1: Good try though No I, I had it happen With the beet juice Where I um, I threw some back And then I went into a house And I realized Like they were kind of like Looking at my mouth And at first <laughs> I was self conscious for a second And I was like Oh man you know what I just had some juice I'm not, I have a juicer I made juice I juiced Oh so you whatever. explained it Yeah I, I definitely okay. And I don't even know That I needed to And they were like Oh no I didn't even know it. It's fine It's fine It's fine It's fine But like you could see the relief Like oh he didn't just He wasn't yeah. chewing on human flesh Before he walked in here <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean you are a stranger in their home, so I, that's a relief. I'm sure. Well,
1: I'm the one going in the attic, so I feel like I'm at the disadvantage in those situations. But also I'm true. sure it's a two way street most of the time. Yeah. Okay, enough about. Oh, and then I, that well, that be juice. Chris tried it and he said it wasn't bad, and that was the end of the story. Oh, you okay. did say it wasn't well, bad. You said it wasn't bad. I heard you say it wasn't I, bad. Did Megan say it wasn't bad? You didn't try it. I thought you tried it for sure.
2: Am I allowed to say I didn't have it? Oh, we
1: promote honesty on this podcast.
0: chris the more the more controversial the better man (laughs) bro you did have it i saw it the fact (laughs) is
2: is i'm not even here oh man this is a computer program we're running (laughs) this is an
1: experiment this is something we picked up from ces this year
0: yeah that'd be awesome
1: it's a computer program called chris Mm. and you just it's part of your conversation it stands for
0: computer humanoid Reconfigured intelligence wow. speaking. Whoa! I just did that off the top of my head. Boom! and what's that paper in your hand it's... with the acrostic on it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd like you to complete Christopher. Actually, okay. don't do it. We've got a time constraint. Speaking,
0: talking, opening. Well, now you just per saying words. Let's start with the letter. Extended reach. Thank you, you're and welcome. it is an extended reach because
1: yeah. it's new technology, and we're exactly it's that's why it's called that. Yeah, I didn't just so, make that.
0: That's what it's called. I didn't just make obviously.
1: That. We know why it's called Christopher now. Obviously, um, um, I, well, good man. I'm
0: I'm glad you're weak. Um, well. Um,
1: is like our that's our mutual um, segue. Like this is awkward. <laughs> let's move on. Um, so anyways.
0: I. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I did this week. I feel like every week I have a boring thing to say, but we, we, I mean, we're do we're still wedding planning. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. every week until May 28th. Yeah. Um, Am I still invited to that? No, but uh, we can talk about that after the podcast. Okay. Well, week three um, of the year is now just to go <laughs> downward spiral. Uh, I, I mean, that's really all we did. Right. We didn't do much of anything else this week. Yeah. We're just laying low. You know, planning a wedding. Yeah. That's how things go. I get it, man. I've been there. Like we're like we're slowly getting a few things finalized, but you yeah, know, you know how it goes. Yeah. I've Chris, planned you know a wedding. Chris Tyler, has you know planned a wedding. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. guys are old married men now. Um I was in Chris's wedding. Did you know that? Well, right on. I, I did know that. That was a good time. I did know that. Chris. Sir. How was your week, dude?
2: Oh, let me retrace my steps. <laughs> Monday morning, the <laughs> alarm you <know>, goes <laughs> off. <laughs> you know, they kind of run together. Um, yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, nothing exciting happened. So, um, well, you know, yes. But you yes, did it. I did. I did. Oh, I got paid Friday, which is always a good mm, day. That's great. We never mentioned that, but payday does does seem to happen. That's a highlight of my week for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, you know, besides all the uh, drug abuse and the other things that go along with that, right? Yeah, that's a given. You know,
0: yeah, right. Uh huh.
2: Payday was a good day. So
0: <laughs> fantastic! All right, so you still have a few bucks left over to maybe buy like yeah. some carrots before next Yes. Payday. Yes. Cool. Yes, 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 okay. Yes. Thank all you for right, asking. Great. Yeah, no, I, I just looking out for you, man. Thank you. Um, I'm glad you're supporting your habit glad things are good so yes <laughs> uh oh, everyone is confused now joshua yes uh quote of the Tyler. day
1: i was supposed to give you oh! that in my recap of my week
0: yeah you have one
1: i have well yeah i got it it popped up this morning and i was like well whatever this says i'm gonna have to read on the podcast so i hope it's good and i don't cherry pick these just so listeners know i do not cherry pick these i get one every day and whatever i get on podcast day is the one i will share and this is the one I got today. All right. It's by Tom Robbins. I don't know who he is, but if I should, forgive me. Tom Robbins? Tom Robbins. Not Tim Robbins.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I know Tim. I don't know Tom.
1: I don't know Tom Robbins.
0: His his less famous twin brother, maybe? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Okay. Maybe his father. Maybe his son. Sure.
0: It, I mean, we could do this forever.
1: Maybe it's like a cousin that... Like, they have cousin. the same last name, but they've only hung out a couple of times in their childhood. Like, Thanksgiving an dinners uncle. and... Could be an uncle. Wow.
0: Stepfather? Well, no. no adopted brother?
1: Well, the last name would have to...
0: Stay. I'm just doing I th- I don't know. No, you... Should, dude, that was so stupid, okay. Josh. What's your quote, man?
1: All right. um, <clears throat> Along the lines of everything we just did, stay committed to your decisions, but... Stay flexible in your approach.
0: I like it. I really like it. I thought when I read... I just talked about flexibility today. We will talk about flexibility today. Yeah. Well, especially
1: yeah. when you start crawling in addicts, flexibility plays a really mm, big role. It's huge. Sometimes. Um. But uh. No. I, one more time for the listeners because we've uh, That was very. All right. Stay committed to your decisions, but stay flexible in your approach. So we've talked right. a lot in this podcast about. Um, you know, people believe one way or another way, but I think that's kind of says a lot to, to what we, the point we make sometimes, which is whatever you believe, however you feel about something, just that's fine. You should stay committed to those decisions, but at least stay yeah. flexible to the approach. Yeah. And like probably career wise too, whatever you're doing, right? like right. commit to it, give it 110%, but stay flexible because curveballs are going to yeah. come and you got to be able to put, uh, yeah. to work around that. So
0: I like it. All right. I um. You'll be happy to know, Tyler. Uh, I heard a quote this week that really hit home for me, and it was on the uh, the Rich Roll episode of Pete Holmes. Oh
1: podcast. man, you listen. You didn't tell me you listened to that.
0: Yeah, I did. Um, this was when I was planning on telling you. Surprise! I listened to it. Oh and man,
1: I'm so happy for you. All right, what's the? Quote? It was
0: the it was the Henry David Thoreau quote. Okay. That he gave, and it is the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. What is called resignation is confirmed desperation. Yeah. And I love that so much. I remember that
1: vividly because that's when Pete Holmes said, um, wow, nobody ever finishes that quote. Can you say that again? He's like, nobody ever knows the second part. And then they said it. And if I may quote him, which I may now, Mm -hmm. he said fucking a as yeah. soon as he finished it and i laughed really <laughs> i love i, I love when he gets really, that really excited laugh. <laughs> and it's only on a positive note like that yep. that saying could be so negative yeah but it it's never with him it's always with the best yeah. things come out of people's mouth that's his response
0: yeah i love it he gets so he like he's he like his voice it's real high-pitched yeah and he just yells it and yep. he's just so excited he's like a little boy in that moment he I is love it. it's great well, um, that's a good there quote. you go, Pete. There's another plug for your There's podcast. Another plug for you, pal. Pete. Uh, okay. Well, I'm excited about this week. Yeah, so too. let's jump into it. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> so I'll preface our conversation with this, listeners. Um, I know that we have listeners who are uh, Christians. I know that we have listeners who are not Christians. And I know that we have listeners who are somewhere in between. All three of you are fine. Love you all. Um, The reason I'm prefacing this conversation with that is we're going to talk about faith, God, the Bible, and everything that surrounds those issues and those topics. Um, And for some people, it's going to be, well, honestly, for some people, it's going to seem heretical or blasphemous. Uh, For some people, it's just going to seem honest. And for others, it's all just gonna seem weird anyway um, For those of you who might think that we're being blasphemous, I we talked before the podcast and I can say that none of us are coming at this from a viewpoint or a stance that we have lost our faith um, because we have not we all are are Christians um, and I'm like that's I'm totally fine with that being widely known i don't like i am a christian and i believe in god and i i believe in our faith um so we're not coming at it from a a standpoint of questioning that um or having lost that we are coming at it from a standpoint of exploring it um i think exploring is the right word so um to just kind of jump in um there's there's been some things that I've been thinking about for quite a while now, um, and I talked to Tyler about some of this last week after we got off uh, or a couple of weeks ago after we got finished recording a podcast. And he said that he and Chris had had some of the same conversations. Um, <clears throat> I talked to Cecilia about some of this just recently just to see like kind of where her head's at on some of this stuff. And um, <clears throat> so without diving too deep into the rabbit hole. Of how we grew up, Tyler, and I think Chris as well. Yeah did you so, did you uh, grow I'll, up similarly?
1: I'll jump in real quick. I know okay. people think Chris has left at this point because we've been doing all the talking. Mm. you know, mm. Just let people. Know. I'm the guest. No, that's not how this works. A guest is allowed to talk as much as they want. Yeah,
0: more even more. You, yeah, oh, more well, would be fun.
1: Well.
2: Welcome to the uh, <laughs> the
0: Chris <laughs> Show. <laughs>
1: The Christian. So, <laughs> no. Chris, I, what I was gonna say is this: like w- we were raised together in the same yeah. church, and I'm sure there's people that listen that that still go to church. We went to church. It's nothing about this. This. Uh, hopefully, when it's all said and done, at the end of the day, it will not be uh, um, this church is better because well, this this person, you know, what they believe is better because that's right. not what this is, that's not what it's about. It's just it's just sometimes it's fun to um and so not just fun that's not the best word to use sometimes it's healthy, healthy i think yeah. yeah what did you see what there we you just go. did we just did that man that's why we do this thing we do um sometimes it's healthy to dig a little bit and figure out exactly what what it is that you believe why do you believe it do you believe it because of the church you grew up in and if you do that's not a bad thing but it would be important to establish that it's not your That's not the reason why you believe something. Anything, for that matter. Can I give a quick example, just a preface? Because this is still part of the preface. Yeah. All right. Yeah. When I feel like this is actually not – this is going to be the segue from the preface into the topic, I feel like. is that okay? Okay. It's like when you are a fan of a sports team – I will use myself. I love the Minnesota Vikings – I know I live in Richmond. People always ask. Long story short, <laughs> my dad has a lot of family in Minnesota. I grew up going up there every year. Love the team. Love the franchise. And uh, we are not playing for the Super Bowl, unfortunately. But the Packers just got wiped out, so it's okay now. Everything's yeah, everything's so balanced with the world.
0: That's at least a win. It's, now, yeah. if, now, if the Steelers can be the Patriots tonight, it'll be a win-win.
1: That would be, uh, I think, most... People want to see that happen, but I don't know, man.
0: Anyways, um, all right, so uh, I forgot what I was...
1: Oh, yeah, uh, Vikings. Okay, so <laughs> Vikings, Uh, that's my team, and my daughter and future child... Remember, they're two different things. Harper is not...
0: Right, yeah, I. I we established she that last week. I would have had trouble child, with that again. that's
1: not who I'm referring to when I say that. Okay. Right, okay. That was a moment we had, Chris, just so you know. That was a thing. He Got thought it. when I said Harper... And my future child. He thought I was talking about future Harper because she will be my child in the future.
0: She will be his future child. But he child. forgot that Casey... It's confusing.
1: It's just, a, it's just a... Okay. So it's like me expecting them to be a Vikings fan. And a lot of times it happens that way. Casey still kind of likes the Cowboys because her dad was kind of raised her to be a Cowboys fan. And... Sure. When my daughter goes over there to her grandfather's house, she, he likes is like, no, nah, you're not a Vikings fan. You're a Cowboys fan. Err, <laughs> But the reality is this. Kate, uh, my daughter is nowhere near Minnesota. She will have never been to Minnesota. Maybe eventually. I don't know. But that's not the point. If she grows up a Vikings fan, it is a soul. It is a direct line of influence from everything I told her was what she should be. Right now that took a long time to say that, but I think maybe now it makes sense. So um, I think what we're going to do here again, it's not trying to influence anybody to become anything or believe anything. Cause that's not even, that's not anywhere near where we're at. However, a lot of where we've come from, and I think we all three have this in common where we've come from is being told to be a fan of certain things mm-hmm. that uh, now we get a little bit older and say, well, maybe the Vikings aren't, the best team for me. And but maybe they are. I don't know, but let's figure out why. You know, yeah. and then you start looking at coaching and players and stats and you read about the franchise and you dig back into the franchise history. I'm really running with this example, but and I think then you look at the colors <laughs> and you're like, "No way." No, purple and gold. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this isn't for me. Look, we
1: all know the Seahawks have the best uniform in the NFL, okay? It's not a secret. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be a Seahawks fan because I love the freaking the lime green and the blue. People love that. But No.
0: I mean, it is a great uniform. This is
1: coming from a Titans fan, freaking with the baby blue and the. It's
0: not a bad uniform. It's
1: It's not bad. It just, it's just, it's just, it gets dirty so easily, and then their moms (laughs) have to clean it every Sunday night. Their moms. (laughs) And they're like, freaking, had to go to the Titans. They're like, grass stains again? Freaking Titans, you couldn't go to the Raiders. Their moms never have to clean their jerseys with the black. Anyway,
0: their moms don't even care. Their they moms even don't even care
1: them. with the black jerseys. It's like they don't even need to buy the, <laughs> with the bleach additives.
0: That took a dark turn. That's one of my favorite things. We should write that sketch sometime. <laughs> the, mo-
1: the mothers of the players. Yeah, that's so great And then like the, the Bears away games, like the white jerseys with the orange. Yeah. And like they're yeah, over in the I distance hearing the Titans players' mothers complain. All right, I like it. Okay, I'm with you. Do, we'll put a pin in that. Um, okay, yeah, but, perfect. but I think as far as the analogy goes, we're all on the same page just because yes. I want my daughter to love the team that I love and I bring her up and tell her that she should not believe any other way because it's wrong, which yeah. it's probably not wrong. It's Satan.
0: Uh Oh, quotes. there it is. Uh-oh. Quotes. quotes, there quotes, Uh-oh. oh. Okay.
2: Here we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, uh, so, that's, that's where I think that's where, that's where we all are coming from at least yeah that's I think well I speak said for all three of us. Okay. So, yeah. here we are now, 2017, January, on a podcast and we're going to talk about some stuff.
0: Yeah. I my pa- I I actually I wasn't intending to, but I ended up having a conversation with my pastor today about this. Um Oh, the Vikings? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I don't people tell me I should be a Vikings fan. I don't <laughs> I don't understand. Um No, I like we had a conversation about this and like I just I just kind of like poured everything out that I've been thinking that we talked about. And, you know, like he was super gracious and just, you know, sit and listened and, you know, even like commiserated with me on a few things. And um, but he I think he said it really well today. He said we've all been handed intentionally or unintentionally. We've all been handed a frame with you know, through which to view life. Right. And we we all have. Like it doesn't matter if you grew up in church or not in church or if you grew up religious or not religious. Intentionally or unintentionally, all of us have been handed a frame through which to view life by our parents or by our circumstances. And it's up to us to figure out whether that is the right frame for us. Um and if it's not, then we got to figure out what is. Right. So, I think that's what we're doing and you know, like obviously, I like I had a conversation with my pastor today. Like, I still go to church on Sundays, and I, Tyler, I believe you as well, and Chris. Yeah, like, I, I mean, you I'm guys in the, still go I'm to church. The,
1: I'm in the music ministry at my church, and I thought that because I knew we were doing this podcast tonight. I actually had that yeah. thought this morning. I was playing keyboard uh, around the end of service. I guess probably the in- invitation time, and I was up there and I was playing the keys, and I was kind of looked up at the crowd, and I thought, you know, and there's some people there that that you know, are going to listen to the podcast too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So I, hopefully that, that tells people to kind of piggyback on what you were saying just now. Like hopefully that tells people like, we're not at this like anti, er I'm going to go write what I believe on a poster and find a camera to hold it in front <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah. That resonates with a lot of people right now. Um, yeah. um, but I, yeah, we're, we're still, we're still doing
0: it's yeah. It's, this, this isn't, this is, I, I've, we've prefaced it to death, but this isn't about being anti anything. It's about exploring and just being open to the truth, whatever that turns out to be. Yeah. Um, okay. So Which we'll
1: know for sure by the end of the podcast. So
0: we will figure it out <laughs> no matter how long it takes. I have a feeling uh, it's
1: probably not true, but let's go for it.
0: It's, I know it's not true, but it'll, <laughs> this is, this will be a, a healthy conversation anyway. Sure. So, um, I'll, like, I'll just start off with one of the things that I've been thinking, and then we can just kind of go from okay. here. Um, I Okay, so <clears throat> we – again, the way we grew up without going too far down that rabbit hole, it's a certain type of church, a very specific type of church, a very specific type of Christian um, with very specific – ways of doing things and beliefs and all that stuff. And um, it's not super widespread, but part of, part of how we grew up was, and this is probably true for a lot of Christians, no matter like their domina- denomination or whatever, but part of the way we grew up was accepting at face value without any analysis everything the Bible said. Um, which on the surface doesn't sound like a bad thing, and I don't think it necessarily is a bad thing anyway but the my the point of me saying that is there are things in the bible that i can't explain and there are things in the bible that i can't even justify if that makes any sense and i like i know immediately people are like well it's the bible you like you don't have to justify it but if i like if i'm trying to tell <clears throat> another person today about my faith <clears throat> and there are things in the bible that I can't I can't legitimize or justify to that person, then that makes it difficult. If that makes sense, like, yeah. like let's just to be totally honest. Like I again, like this is I'm all for honesty, and so I will be honest about the book that my faith is based on, and I will say that in the Old Testament of the Bible, there are passages that talk about killing people because they are homosexual. And that was the law. Like that wasn't just something people did. Like that was the law. It was required. And, you know, so it's things like that are hard for me to justify in my own mind, let alone to somebody else who I'm, I'm trying to talk about my faith to, um, to whom I'm trying to talk about my faith. If I am want to be, I appreciate you doing that. Correct. It was really yes. bothering me. Uh, so there's things like that and then, you know, but but we would read those passages and we'd be taught those passages and it would just be, this is a thing moving on. And it wouldn't be like, let's analyze or think about this. So there's things like that. And then there's also things like um, the flood, which sounds improbable at best. Um, Noah's flood. Yeah. That the whole earth flooded. Um, but God told Noah beforehand, and he built an ark, and he had two of every animal on the ark, and you know all that stuff like sure that sounds very improbable <laughs> at best, but again, like that was something that we were taught and and so we accepted at face value um, to to grab a deeper cut quote unquote um there's uh there's Ezekiel when he had his vision of a wheel within a wheel coming out of the heavens, sure. And like we were taught that passage, and like the, the so, there's only a f- couple verses dedicated to that, but I was it's talking pretty to, vague.
1: Actually, Steve brought up something. Hopefully, he's okay with me, <clears throat> like <clears throat> br- plagiarizing his thought. Um, but he was a guest on the podcast, so he he's like family. Basically, we can bring his yeah, thoughts sure. to the podcast. Um, so he brought up something interesting the other night. He he said, you know, you take the account of Samson. Anybody that knows Bible stories knows yeah, Samson. Yeah. And there's a couple things there. You know, your hair gives you strength. When your hair gets mm-hmm. cut, you're weak. And mm-hmm. that's not, you know, that's, that's fine. Um, that was one of my favorite Bible stories growing up. And yeah. uh, what he said, though, he said, you take something like this, where the recorded story is, you know, Samson put an arm on each pillar and pushed really hard, and the whole temple mm-hmm. fell, and everybody died, every single person. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, well, that's the recorded Bible story, but who wrote that much detail about that day? If everyone died. Right. Somebody looking from a distance. Like it what? was
0: Yeah. And that's like that's exactly where I'm going with this. We have these stories and there's more. There's um the Ark of the Covenant, which we will get to mm. here in a second. I've got an article on that. Um, which, you know, it was commanded that none of the children of Israel could touch the Ark of the Covenant, and one man did, and he died, um, because as the Bible says, God struck him down. Um, so there's all these stories and you're right. Samson is a a perfect example. That's another one I, I hadn't even thought of, but that's another one. There's all these stories and, um, they were recorded by somebody and, you know, eventually written down. And, and before that they were probably just an oral tradition that people were telling to generation, you know, through generation to generation to generation. So here's, here's my, my whole point with bringing that up. We, again, we were taught that the Bible is the inspired Word of God and that God inspired every word in the Bible. So the whole Bible is true because God spoke it to man who penned it. Um. And I I said, not on the podcast a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about bringing this up, I, it wouldn't shatter my faith to find out that like, maybe God said, hey, Moses, I want you to record the history of the Israelites. But he didn't, like, he didn't dictate to Moses, like, how, how, God knows how many chapters of, like, lineage. Right. <clears throat> Literally. And he didn't, Sorry. yeah. yeah, And he didn't dictate to Moses, like, I want you to, like, summarize, like, fifteen year, 1,500 years of earth history in, like, three chapters and then spend... Like four whole books on your generation. Yeah. Like, I would be fine thinking that God just said, Hey, Moses, record the history of your people. And then Moses did it. And so he was inspired by God to write that down. Yeah. And that was God inspiring that. Therefore, it's Moses writing from his perspective. Right. And well, it's Moses you, you writing what, what a he lot knew of through oral tradition.
1: Because, I mean, if you look, if you dig deeper, there's a lot of. The way that different authors, because there are multiple authors, I don't, I've never doubted yes. that. You know, there's some people that are that, like, "Yeah, hey, was written." You know, where's one person; it's a whole conspiracy. This is a man yeah. made, a single dude made the book to make a bunch of money, whatever. But I don't think that at all. But perspective wise, absolutely, there are multiple
0: perspectives
1: yeah. on, and there's some stories that are told multiple times, especially in the New Testament, by different people.
0: I mean the, the gospels is a great example. Mm-hmm. And Well that's that was the example that I had. Oh, okay, sorry I cut you off. In my head and you were probably headed no, no, no. to the
1: exact same place where I'm about to go. So
0: No, you're fine. Yeah, but that was that was the exact example that I was thinking of. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John all record the the story, the life of Jesus. Right. But they all do it from entirely different perspectives. If, if
1: I may, so I've got to go here a little bit. So part of how I was raised was from a contextual context needs to be a word that comes up a lot tonight. But yeah. from a contextual standpoint, <clears throat> You know, when it comes to the gospels, I never really studied individual perspectives. I didn't look at it that way. It was always God told us different things in different gospels. So we pick right. out from each one the things we want and make one giant collaborative story, which right. is fine. But, but what if, let's dig, what if the things we're picking out is perspective? Like, if I'm in a conversation with four people, we're talking about the same thing. I'm going to go with this person and this person's perspective because that falls more in line with how I want to believe. But the guy next to me falls more in line with that perspective and that perspective because that's more, you know, that's, it's not an argument. It's the same story. It's the same conversation. But once mm. you feel the perspectives out of the different people, you're, you're more drawn to that. But mm. that's just a quick example of if you are all inspired, you're all in, you're all inspired by the same God to write this book in your perspective, but there are some different accounts and different details. I don't know that there's, I, I like, I'm not a scholar by any means. I don't know contradictions. You got stuff? I got something. Yeah, so Chris, this is, let me preface Chris, and then I'm going to back out of this. I brought him here for a reason. Like, he knows more stuff than I do, probably,
2: when it comes to this topic. I'm not afraid okay. to say that. So, without further ado. So, let's, let's talk about the people that, we're the closest to who we're referring to when we talk about God, sorry, God and and all that all that surrounds God. Let's talk about Jesus, Jesus Christ, okay. the God Man who came to Earth. So, the the men closest to Jesus we know as the disciples. Okay, yeah. there was twelve that we know of, um, and they wrote books of the Bible. So we got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm-hmm. Basically all telling the same story of Jesus. Now, the thing that I've always questioned slash wanted to know most about, because a lot of what Christianity hinges on is the 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 death and resurrection of Jesus. Right. So if you can believe that part then you can believe pretty much anything else in the Bible. because ra- Also true. B- yeah. Because yeah. if you've been risen from the dead, that is a feat of all feats. So, because mm-hmm. um, that is the one thing we're guaranteed in life. So, okay, so here we go. So Jesus is resurrected. He comes back to life. He reveals himself to the disciples the disciples are just in such belief of what they've seen that they end up, a lot of them actually die for the cause, you know, telling about the man that they right. just saw because they saw it with their own eyes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know how many days or even if it if it was months after he was raised from the dead, he ascended into heaven. Now, I, th- I think it was,
0: if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 40 days. Okay. That is I a popular
2: number in the Bible. So you, you <laughs> may be correct on
0: that. I think it was. I, I could be wrong. Okay. It
2: was. So, okay. So he's going, Jesus ascended into heaven. So at some point there, he he went back to heaven. Now, mm-hmm. and, I, and forgive me, I don't have it in front of me, but one of the authors, I don't know if it was Luke or Matthew, one of the authors says that Jesus ascended into heaven so that's one thing another Mm -hmm. author says the clouds parted and he rose into the heavens and whatnot now for me a lot of my faith and slash life is all very logically driven so i'm just thinking from the perspective that these men were gathered around because it was not just them it was according to the bible there was other people there and all of a sudden this human being, a human man he if I'm reading it he he's rising in the air, and the clouds part and he right. goes past the clouds i mean that's a long ways up
0: that's very high and
2: for me i almost i mean it's not funny but it, the visual of it is kind of funny there's a man it's kind robe. of funny because
0: there's it's it's a little bit awkward. Like, how long is this taking? <laughs> yes. You're all just sitting there watching it. And
2: my question is, is yes. And, and so, the, so, so the clouds part, so was it a cloudy day? Was it not even cloudy that day? You don't know. But, you, you know, that's a long time. And then what he disappears after that. But then another account says he just ascends into the heavens. He doesn't mention anything about clouds. Right. So... Did he just go up like 150 feet and then gone? I mean, it's very, it's very, very interesting. So I, I am a person who does not take the Bible in a literal sense. And that is something that I was not taught being.
1: Yeah. So Pete Pete Holmes, I got to bring him back up because he just said something. It was so freaking perfect um, to, to interject right now with this. So I have to do it. I wasn't going to bring him up again. He said that he was raised the same way. We were very similarly. I think we've alluded to that before. He Mm. said that growing up, you know, he was taught the Bible was exactly what it was. Like what you read is what you get. And he said, Mm. you know, there's some accounts of the Bible, like people swear up and down that Goliath, the giant that David fought, Goliath, was like 14 feet tall. And I think that's what we were taught growing up. It was like 12 feet, 14 feet. It was ridiculous. A
2: large man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's another account that said he was upwards of, like, seven feet tall. Yeah. Yao Ming. yeah, <laughs> Or Shaq. Yeah. Us, uh, yeah. Josh doesn't know who those people are. but He
0: knows uh, Shaq. I, I, they're basketball players. I Shaq. know who those people are. <laughs> you just Come knew we
1: were talking about tall athletes. You took a shot in the dark, and you got it right, Josh. Yeah, Gosh. you're right. Uh, no, you did. I'm, I'm just teasing you, obviously. Okay, so there's these multiple accounts, and Pete Holmes said, you know, he reads this and thinks – Why are we arguing over how tall Goliath was? Maybe it's not about the details of the story. Maybe it's about the story. It's about facing the giant. And whatever the giant is, whether your giant is 14 feet or 7 feet or something that's happening in your life right now with family or friends or work, whatever, like it's about facing that giant and take it at face value or don't take it, I should say, at face value, like take it for the story that's being told, which is you're a little guy going up against a giant. It's all about your mindset when other people don't want to do. And, and that was the example he gave. And so he doesn't take the Bible, him, you know, personally, and he'll say it, yeah. you know, he'll say it openly multiple times on his podcast. He doesn't take it literally every line, but he does appreciate the Bible for what it is in his life, what it means to him, because what it gives him is you know there's stories of hope and faith and conquering right. a giant and that's that's what it's good for for a lot of people
0: yeah no matter no matter whether you believe it's literally word for word true or if you believe that it is a book that that teaches good principles i don't think there's any i don't think there's any question that most of it is good yeah again sure. there are Especially in the in the Old Testament, there are parts. Oh, there's that, some downers. That that <laughs> honestly, like I can't I can't reconcile. Like I don't. No, you're. I really have a hard time. There's, with there's a I, lot, like, it, I grew up with this. There's so. a lot
1: of there's a lot of hate. maybe not hate, but, I, but there's a lot of discrimination. There's a lot of anti what. There's a lot of anti yes. what we're trying to create in 2017 there's, America.
0: There's a lot of <clears throat> what would seem to be opposite of the way Jesus lived. Sure if that makes sense. And that, so that like, I have a hard time reconciling that, but my, my point with all this is, is the, you know, so the question remains like, is the Bible a historical retelling of, you know, things that happened through, you know, the person's perspective who penned it down. Yes. Um, And so, <laughs> so that's, that's where Chris lands. And I like, I don't, I'm not, I don't, Discount that at all? That's if that's where you land, that's fine. Um, is it? So is it that, or is it? God said Moses write down the history of Israel, and he did, and so that's
1: well. And it wasn't just right inspired the, because sure. Well, inspired by definition. This goes back to how we were raised. It was okay. The, write it like this:
0: Chapter one, yeah. in the beginning. So it depends. It depends on how you. Well, and, and define inspired? Because I like I could I could look at a beautiful. No, you can interrupt
1: him. I do it all the time. Go ahead.
0: No, it's okay. Like <laughs> I was just saying, like I could look at a beautiful <laughs> painting and be inspired and write a poem about it. Like I was inspired by that painting, but that paint that painting didn't tell me like write these specific exact words. Sure, you know what I mean. So it could be that, or like inspired could mean. You know, God dictated, like, but... I'm
1: very close to God and he inspired me to write this chapter.
2: Well, you have to right. be naive to believe that God told a man to write that word exactly that way, because then because then you have to get into the conversation of the different manuscripts of Bibles that aren't yeah. even talked about. I'm not talking about the uh, what is it called? It's like the four books. I'm not talking about those the Apocrypha. Books. Yes. I'm not even talking about that. Yeah. Talking about, it's like a Byzant- Byzantine, there's, an Alexandrine, uh, an Egyptian, yep. an eclectic. There's so many manuscripts that aren't even, like, used as a basis of what there's we whole, use today.
0: There's whole books that are, ref- there's whole, like, writings and, and manuscripts that are referred to in the Bible that are not included in the Bible. The Book right. of Enoch is a real thing. Um, and, you know, so, like, the if if that's if that's where people land i don't like i can't find i can't bring myself to have a problem with that because i don't know for sure um so it, like if if you think it's a historical retelling and and people are writing down oral histories and telling it through their perspective that's fine if you think that it was inspired by god and that moses had a relationship with god and god said hey I, i'd like you to write this down you know like Moses write down the history of your people go do it and then Moses did it the way he felt it should be done and that was inspired by God and so Moses did it or whether you think that God dictated every word like there there's all these ways of looking at this book but I think mostly where I'm landing is does it honestly really matter which of those it is and here's why because if if somebody could prove to me 100 for sure and i don't think anybody can if you can reach out i would love to know because i like i'd love to know the truth either way but if if you could prove to me 100 for sure if the person
1: that can prove that happens to be listening to this and they reach out to us then that's that would be just that would be we've made because, it because that would yeah. be great
0: But if you could, if you could prove to me 100% for sure that the Bible is not what the Bible claims to be, that is not going to shatter my faith. My faith is not gone. Because my faith isn't based on that book. My faith isn't based on the Bible. My faith is based on Jesus. The Bible tells me about Jesus, but Jesus, somebody else could have told me about Jesus. Like, Jesus is a real person. Other faiths tell you about Jesus. And other, yeah, other histories talk about Jesus. So it's it's not, like, my faith isn't based on a book. It's based on a, a person, a being, a God. And so whether the Bible is what it claims to be or not, you know, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't, ch- does that make sense? Like, it doesn't change Absolutely. my faith?
1: Well, that's how we ended up here in the first place with this topic. The other thing that I'll go ahead and get out of the way real quick is the, you know, we were raised, King James 1611 was the only bo- accurate Bible. And since then there's... Now, I I, look, I agree. There are some versions of the Bible that are just ridiculous. Like they're nowhere near what... I mean, and there's different people. There's people that read Hebrew versions before the 1611, before it was translated into English that think Mm -hmm. that that is way more accurate. We don't speak Hebrew. We speak English. And because of that, we appreciate the English version of the Bible. However... We've all played the game Telephone, where you whisper some something in someone's ear, and then it changes yep. a tiny bit, and then by the time it gets to the next person's ear, it's a little bit different. So, uh, do you get where I'm going? Like, is
0: this... I do. Okay. I do. And, I, like, I, again, like, I don't have a... I mean, it doesn't really bother me, like, if that turns out to be true.
1: Yeah. And that that's you where what I, I mean? am, too. That's
0: where I am, too. I have... Um, Going back to what
1: Pete said on his podcast, that resonated with me because, you know, so many values that come from the Bible aren't the ones where it's like, well, God said this or you're going to be punished. You know, I think people try to paint a picture of God as this, like, he's just sitting on a throne waiting to crash his whip down on you because you you did something that the Bible says you shouldn't do. Right. And uh, crack his whip. That was the word. It came out crash, but that wasn't what I wanted um either one works i mean well you know i guess it's either one but now we know for sure anyways so i that's the picture that that i think it's painted i mean where we went to school growing up in college eventually i mean that that's uh, you know
2: yeah our faith was based on what you didn't do not about what you did do yeah it was a lot of fear yeah. it was very fear yeah. driven it's trump yeah you're right oh sorry we're not we're not going you're off. right chris you're going.
0: right chris i no. you can you can say whatever you want man um <laughs> Look, I, so yeah, that's all part of it. And and so wherever you land on, on the Bible as a book or as the inspired word of God, my, where I've landed is at the end of the day for me, it doesn't really matter. Like, because my faith's not based on that. Now sure. I will say, I believe, I do believe that the Bible is true. I, like, I believe at least as, 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 as close to true as those men could pen. Like, I don't think anybody in the Bible is making things out of, making up things out of whole cloth. I I think
1: the Bible is as true as a lot of
0: recollections of history go for our country.
1: Well, for me, for our our being.
0: Right. Um, So I, like, I don't doubt that the Bible's true. And I, like, I don't even, I don't even doubt that it was inspired by God necessarily. But I, like, my, my point is, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't. It doesn't make or break my faith. Yeah. That's not what my faith is based on in the first place. It's just like it's an interesting thing to look sure. at because there, there are so many like, and yeah, you know, we grew up again. Like, there's no contradiction of the Bible, but there absolutely are. Right.
1: Well, the Bible. The, the, the Bible. I don't have
0: to understand them all, but there are
1: the Bible or um, any anything in writing ends up being people's god, which I think right. you've already kind of said in a nutshell, but. You know, whether you're you know Mormon or what a book of Mormon to you know or Jehovah's Witness, whatever you are, I think the the book ends up being your God. And Well
0: and yes, and the the thing about that is like the the, the Quran is is to a Muslim what the Bible is to us. Right. I mean to them that is their holy book. Sure. And that is the the perfect book. And You know, like, so who knows if I was born, I think Pete said this before too, but I, like, I've had the thought if I was born in Asia, maybe I'd be a Buddhist or if I was born in the Middle East, maybe I'd be a Muslim. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was born here. So this is what I am. Like I was born into the circumstances I was born into. And so this is what I am. And I, I believe that what I believe is the truth, but you know, I could have just as easily been a Buddhist or a Muslim or whatever, if I was born into a different circumstance, and those those religions and those people respect their holy writings like Christians respect the Bible, right? So my my point is, I can't dogmatically say the Bible's perfect or not perfect because I don't know for sure if it is or not. Like I can accept it by faith or not, but that's all it is. It's just accepting something by faith so right so i have a,
2: I have a question
0: <laughs> okay so we so we're talking about the
2: Bible, obviously, and we're we're really harping on literally one verse in a ginormous book i mean i I don't even know how many chapters there are, but there's a lot, and we're talking about one verse, and I think the verse is even in the Old Testament, am I correct? about the inspired the 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 verse about being inspired
0: there's one i think in second timothy um that every jot and every tittle every that isn't that i think that is in the old testament no 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 maybe that's in revelation or something like that the the one I, i thought you were talking about is um all inspiration is given and is it's is inspired it's given by, by God and is right. profitable for doctrine for reproof. Yeah, right. That, that, that's that's the one I thought you were talking about. Yes, this, so, this
2: guy. So we're we're talking about the the that verse is the basis kind of of our conversation as like the one caveat for the reason why we like do or don't think the Bible is you know accurate or or not. I I don't know if I'm even saying it right, but but. You were talking about things that matter as far as the Bible goes and there there are accounts of Jesus's life and death and and the and the miracles and the things that he brought to to life and that's told countless times like well not countless, but many times over in the Bible. That is right. a point of emphasis. What right. is not a point of emphasis is this whole hangup about inspired Word of God that is not an I emphasis totally agree. of the Bible.
0: So I totally agree
2: we, you know we were we were told that like that was a staple of our faith was that it the Bible is inspired or God breathed like that was such a staple and you know when we were when we were raised there were like phrases and sayings that you know just stuck with you whether they were biblical right. or not that was just right. there and so you just mm-hmm. you just go with it because yeah. it sounds right and you hear it over and over again you're just like that that is it it's like yeah. two plus two it's four. It, it, but it is, but you know yeah. what I'm saying here? We're, we're, hang we're hung up on like one verse trying to decide if everything in that Bible is accurate based on one verse telling us that it has to be that way. Mm. And there's, you know, the life of Jesus and, and all well, that goes with that.
0: That's the common through line of the whole book. Right. Is Jesus. Like there's, there's literally prophecies. So one of the reasons that I, I have a hard time dismissing the Bible completely is not that I was trying to dismiss the Bible completely, but one of the things that bolsters that, I guess, viewpoint for me is that it's like historians have looked long and hard at the Bible and and people much smarter than I have looked long and hard at the Bible. And so it's common knowledge that, the books in the old Testament obviously were written chronologically before long before the books of the new Testament, like thousands of years we're talking. And so when a book like Isaiah prophesies the coming of Jesus and talks about his death in detail, and then his death happens in Mm -hmm. detail exactly the way it was prophesied thousands of years beforehand. Like that's not just some guy sitting down and, and telling a good story. Like, there's something to that. So that's why I say I I don't doubt for a second that the Bible is true, but you're right Chris, the the issue should not be like is you know like why why would we be hung up on is every word something that God dictated to a man or whatever like why why isn't the conversation centered around like there's a person that this whole book was about. Right. And if you read it, he's there the whole time Mm -hmm. and then he finally makes his appearance you know towards like the end of this book and like all of this stuff finally happens the way it was said that it was going to happen like why isn't that the conversation why hasn't that been the conversation the whole time right and the bible's not you're right the bible's not hung up on itself i feel the bible doesn't uh, emphasize that itself it emphasizes jesus there it is so Boom. All right. Guys, if you're, you're right. Boom. Like, uh,
1: that's, no, I mean, well, that, Chris, but that's such Chris, a good thought. You're totally right. Well, Chris made, Chris said something that kind of stuck out. Like, it's, it, it really is like, being told two plus two is four your whole life. Like, we don't have evidence of that. We just know that because it's what it's... now we do now. Like, once you get older, you know, like, well, there's four different ones, and together they equal four, but therefore two plus two is four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, once you know everything, you can kind of piece that together. But what if you were taught that your whole life, and then one day you're like, somebody says, just so you know, two plus two is four, but it also could be five. Have a good day. And then yeah. they leave you and with that. And then your brain's broken. And then they leave you with that, yeah. and you're like... You're like obviously two plus two is four. I was told that for so long, but wait, what if two
0: plus two is five? <laughs> yeah, like when is that? When is it? When, when what is two happening plus right two now? be five? Why? Yeah, what are the circumstances around that? And I
1: think uh, I think again, it's healthy. Maybe not with that example, but with with what's happening. You know, with this kind of conversation is you know sometimes two plus two isn't four. First, again, hypothetically, you know, for the sake of the using that illustration. Sometimes the Vikings shouldn't be your
0: sometimes the Vikings shouldn't be your primary team just because you were told they should. Tyler, it's like we planned this. But I'm so glad you said that because I have two examples all right. of that. I I just I look, I'm not trying to get anybody to doubt the Bible. That's not the point of this. Not at all. The point of this conversation I think for all of us is to encourage people to explore your faith, whatever it is. Like explore it at least. I'm not telling you to question Have it. an original Although, thought, for goodness sake. <laughs> for, for once for in your once life. For once in your life, have well, an original thought. That would have I, been
2: a good time to say, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, not goodness. goodness. And you
0: missed it, Tyler. Dang. I could have
2: um, literally said, have an original thought, for God's for sake. For God's
0: sake. Or for Jesus' perfect. sake. And it wouldn't yeah. have been in vain. It would not have been no. in vain. <laughs> it would have been totally on topic. Um, I hate vanity. The, <laughs> the point here is not to make anybody doubt your faith or to destroy anybody's faith we're we're trying to encourage people to explore their faith because that's what we've been doing and and i said not necessarily question your faith uh, although i i think questioning your faith is good too i think questioning anything is good um i think i'm pretty sure we've said it before truth is never afraid of being sought out like truth is always truth so if you seek it out it's going to be truth so questioning is never a bad thing right um at least it shouldn't be. So I have two examples of this and, and I'm just giving these examples to maybe get people's brains churning a little bit. If, if you've sat through all of this so far and you're like, I hate everything they're saying they're wrong. That's fine. You're, I, Hey, Josh, you're wrong. I'm, I'm wrong. You're, you're wrong. Um,
1: Oh, that was, if that's what you think, that was weird. That's, to hear that voice that's say, fine. To hear that voice say I'm wrong. That was weird.
0: That is, that I is a chills. weird thing. You'll probably never hear that. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, we Sorry, we keep going to politics It's so weird This is a, We didn't talk about it, but if, just real quick Because I know you're in the middle of something yeah, really yeah, important yeah, yeah. Before you go into your two things Donald Trump is now the president That happened this week, since the last podcast We knew it was yeah. going to happen But the inauguration but happened thing. Everything's done And we have a new president This podcast from the last one
0: mm-hmm. It's kind of surreal
1: It's very surreal There's no better yeah. word to use then surreal all right
0: we can yeah. we can
1: not talk about that anymore
0: i agree not Thank that you. i don't yeah, want I,
1: like we could talk about it more if you want but like you were in the middle of a thought i so mean I feel like
0: i don't prefer to okay if you guys want to no, we can let's i guess just, but no what we're talking um, about
2: now trumps all that anyways go ahead please yeah uh he sure. makes nice ties though i have to admit okay go ahead I don't think I've ever had. I have one of two, ties. and they're so, they're just they so are, nice, dude. No, the, nice. the Chinese
1: do make very quality ties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep,
2: perfect. All right, we're done. With um, that. Oh, I thought he <laughs> no, made them. My... that's that's weird. You, you thought he was sewing them? Like yeah, I factory. thought actually it was his from his <laughs> hair. Just, yeah, the, he, the hair. On his uh,
1: he's up in his tower. <laughs> his and he's, yeah, he's spinning he ties out of his hair. Just a needle attached to his hair, and he's just like yeah. threading a tie.
0: The dude, that's a great fairy tale. Trump at like the the wheel the spinning <laughs> with wheel his with his hair just spinning ties this brand of ties tie is going
1: to be
2: huge <laughs> tremendous amounts of time <laughs> yeah
0: okay um man i don't even remember all oh the okay two things so were, say. we're not trying to get anybody to to doubt your faith or we're not trying no, to destroy anybody's all. faith but if you sat the, through this the whole time and you've thought like these guys are just first of all if you're that, still
1: listening you're open-minded and we appreciate that
0: Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> if you're not, you're probably not coming back, so it was nice having you while you were here.
0: <laughs> but if you're open-minded but also thinking, like, I don't like anything these guys are saying, I think they're wrong, that's fine. I'd, I, c- I very well could be wrong. I'm totally open to the fact that everything I'm I'm saying and all the things I think are wrong. That's, I'm totally fine with that. Like, I will live if somebody can show me that, Everything I've said is wrong. Well,
1: Jim, I'm going to cut you off one more time because, Jim, <laughs> before you say that, however, <laughs> just remember what that however is going to be. Okay. Um, uh, who was that? Brian Regan? I think I, I said it before, but it belongs in All this right. point. It belongs right yes. here in this spot. He said he knew what he believed about his faith, Yeah. but he didn't want to say it out loud because right. what if somebody wrote the book tomorrow disproving everything he was about to say?
0: I respect that. I do, too. Like,
1: I thought that was a good thing because... I think that's cowardly.
0: I Well, I was going to say, I'm just going to go... Like, I've then said you what I believe. really believe.
1: Well, yeah. yeah well, sure. I've sure, said like, what I
0: believe, but if you can prove that I'm wrong,
1: then, that's... Then I prove, respect... Prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you fine. can prove it... Like, and I think that, that's the point I'm making, though. You, you're right. Like, Brian Regan, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Chris thinks you're a coward. But, uh, <laughs> but you knew Brian Regan. Well, is.
2: what's the point? No, you're
1: right. Like it's not a belief if you're, but I, but at the same time, I think what he was trying—it's a safe answer. Yeah, it's a safe but answer. What he I, was trying to do was say, God. like, if I tell you what I believe, and then, uh, well, I, you know, we just covered it. So,
0: yeah, and then somebody and then somebody says like this is all the reasons why that's not true. Then you're like, oh crap, okay, well,
1: well kind of like, did you see the video? But that's fine. But that's I testing, testing your faith. <clears throat> then,
0: no, I agree, and I like, and that's what we're my promoting. my whole thing is. Yeah, my whole thing is I want the truth anyway. So I'll go like I've said what I believe. I'll go ahead and say it. I, I like the always. I- yeah, I like the idea. But of, if you can tell, if you can show me I'm wrong, exactly. show me I'm wrong. I
1: like the idea of bringing up what what you believe with a disclaimer. I'm okay yeah. with that. Like this is what I believe. Here's why. However, you tell me why I should believe otherwise, and I'm right. you know I'm willing to accept that. I'm okay with that.
0: Right. So here's here's two two examples of that. Um, if you've listened this far and you don't agree with anything we've said. That's fine. Uh, he, just two things to think about. Um, last week, we talked about static shock. And you wouldn't think that would relate at all to this conversation, but it does. Because I stumbled upon an article, and I thought it was mind-blowing. So um, we talked a second ago about the Ark of the Covenant. And if, if you're unfamiliar with, with the Bible or, or any of this... The Ark of the Covenant was something that, again, God told the children of Israel to make. And it housed some holy items um, that the children of Israel held very dear and sacred. And it was this box that was... It was a wooden box that was overlaid with gold. And it had some very ornate carvings and designs on it. On top of it, it had two angelic figures that were carved and and also gilded. it was a very ornate piece of furniture that they would carry with them wherever they want. They would set up a kind of a mobile tabernacle everywhere they set up camp. Um, and it was this huge thing. And there was an exact, very specific way they were supposed to do it. And there were rooms that would separate, you know, different things. And so the Ark of the covenant went in one of these rooms and only the priest could go in certain rooms. And it was all very detailed. Um, but the Ark of the Covenant, there was a, a. God had commanded the children of Israel not to ever touch the Ark of the Covenant. So the way they would carry it is there were rings on the side of the Ark of the Covenant, and they would slide wooden poles through those rings and they would carry it by the wooden poles so that nobody ever touched this holy piece of furniture. So there is a story recorded in the Bible about a man um, who, not out of disrespect, but out of carelessness put his hand on the Ark of the Covenant. Um, and it's recorded in the Bible that God struck him down. God killed him for disobeying. Um, so I, I stumbled across an article when I was, when we were talking about static shock back in biblical times. Um, and it's from gizmodo.com. The title of the article is called the engineer who said the Ark of the Covenant was a giant capacitor. And I thought it was fascinating. So, um, I'll just, I'll read it off real quick. Uh, it says, among the many lessons to be found in the Bible, prominent among them is look, but don't touch. When an Israelite named Uzzah laid hands on the Ark of the Covenant, he was struck down by God. But in 1933, an engineering professor theorized that this, the real cause of death was 10,000 volts of static electricity. Um, so he says, um, this is according to an article that appeared in March 15th, uh, March 5th, sorry, 1933 edition of the Chicago Daily Tribune. Frederick Rogers, the the Dean of the Department of Engineering at the Lewis Institute of uh, Technology, conducted a careful study of the construction of the ark as described in the Bible and concluded that its design matched a perfectly constructed simple electric condenser. So this is an excerpt from his article. It says, The scientific interest in the construction pointed out by Professor Rogers was that the acacia wood box, about 40 inches long and slightly less than 30 inches in width and depth, not only was lined with gold, uh, on the inside, but overlaid with some metal without. Um, so it was lined with gold and overlaid with gold and other metals on the outside. This, according to Professor Rogers, is the first step by any modern, um, by which any modern boy with a flare for electrical uh, experimentation will take to create a laden jar, except that in a laden jar, a glass receptacle is coated on the inside and outside with the tin foil instead of gold. Um, so in this article he's talking about how you would make your own little version of this with a glass jar and some tin foil, right. and you could trap static electricity inside of this yeah. jar. Um, so he says, but the Ark of the Covenant was a much larger condenser. Um, the divine directions called for the creation of two cherubim of pure gold to be placed on a gold slab or mercy seat over top the ark. These cherubim uh, made up what he believes to have been the positive pole of the circuit. He explained that it is known among physicists that a difference of potential, quote-unquote, exists between the earth and the air which may be collected in electrical charges under certain favorable conditions. It would explain that even slight movements of heat rising in smoke, such as from burning sacrifices or even incense, which the children of Israel did, would distribute lesser charges of static electricity. This, Professor Rogers explained, may have accounted for the collecting of bolts powerful enough to cause death. The question of, and then they just, they add a line. The question of whether it was sufficient to melt Nazis' faces off uh, was not addressed. Um, the point here being, this is a story that's recorded in the Bible. This man touched this holy piece of furniture and died. And the way the way it was passed down from generation to generation, the way it was recorded was that God struck him down for touching this holy piece of furniture. Right but is it possible that it could have been what this guy is saying it was it this was a superconductor or a super condenser or whatever he called it um and it was just a bunch of static electricity built up nobody ever touched this thing because they would carry it with rods that you know went through rings on the side so and wood is not a conductor of electricity so you would never right. know
1: if it was if that was the case
0: so is it possible that it was static, like a ton of built-up static electricity, that killed this guy, and they interpreted it as God striking him down because they had been commanded to not touch it, or, you know, did God strike him down? Like, you know what I mean? So they're like, I, I feel like there's room here for it to have been interpreted and recorded one way, and to have happened a different way. Sure. The story still ends up being true, and I think the pr- principle ends up being true. Maybe God knew that this thing would be dangerous to touch because of static electricity. And that's why I told them. Right. Not to that's do what it. I
1: was just thinking. Like maybe it's, so
0: this guy did it and he died and, and it's like, like well, maybe God didn't he, actually, he told literally you,
1: strike him down. But right. He like, but it's science, the principles the same, said, if you touch this thing, humans right. cannot survive it,
0: which lines up with a lot of what Jesus taught. Like Jesus taught that the law wasn't given to, to keep God's thumb over us. It was given to free us. Like it's just a better way to live. Not, not for God's sake for us to make him happy, but for our own sake to live a fulfilled life anyway. So that's one thing Um, I have an article pulled up from the national geographic um, and uh, it says Noah's flood not rooted in reality after all question mark. Um, So it's, it's talking about the worldwide flood and whether that was, actually worldwide or how widespread it was or, or whatever Um, says researchers generally agree that during a warming period, about 9,400 years ago, an onrush of seawater from the Mediterranean spurred a connection with the black sea, then a largely freshwater lake that flood turned the lake into a rapidly rising sea. A previous theory said that the black sea rose up to 195 feet, possibly burying villages and spawning the tail of Noah's flood And other inundation of folklore. But the new study largely focused on relatively undisturbed underwater fossils suggests a rise of no more than 30 feet. Um, So like they're they're looking at sediment. It says found in sediment samples taken from where the Black Sea meets the uh, Danube River. The shells weren't eroded, agitated or moved. Um, We know the mud is exactly the same age as the shells. And so can't and so can determine what the sea level was about 9,400 years ago. The results suggest that the Black Sea rose 15 to 30 feet rather than the 150 to 190 feet first suggested 13 years ago. In 1933, a Black Sea expedition found evidence of former shorelines and coastal dunes at depth of uh, up to 390 feet. Uh, Researchers said these areas had been flooded when the Mediterranean Sea of Mamara, which lies between the Mediterranean Black Sea, breached a rocky barrier across the Bosporus, the Turkish Strait that links to the Mara, Mara, and the Black Sea. All that to say, um, again, this is an example of is this an event that ch- truly flooded the world, all, all of the world, or did it the whole world, Noah's worldwide? World. Did it flood that entire region, sure. which to them would have been their world, right. which would have been catastrophic, and which would no have killed... There's... Who knows how many? Clearly, people... Clearly,
1: there's no physical way to to prove. Uh, there's no way to prove that the entire world got flooded based on your own right. analysis. Right. You don't even know there's, that the world is round or flat or square at that point.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So there's there's there would have there's even now there's no way for us to prove one way or another that the whole world flooded or didn't flood, but the the point here is like can we can we at least admit that there's room for Interpretation, Chris, in this story, can we can we admit it's that there's like minute.
2: go ahead, chime in on this one. Well, <laughs> absolutely. Um, <laughs> I think again, you have to go back to just well, your your brain's ability to think on its own and and understand that uh, the world that they knew, the Mesopotamia, the this. Just just look at your map, and where did they dis- Didn't they discover what they think was the Ark in like Turkey? Yeah. I mean, Mount Ararat. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah,
0: I they. I feel like they've quote unquote found it yeah. a couple of times yeah. at least. I don't know. So
2: let's take a pause, and, and and you know when we when we have a hurricane, I mean the last one that we had in Virginia that was like legit, like took us took the whole like state. Out for like two weeks, I mean, yeah. for what we knew, that was that was it. That yeah. was yeah. that we thought we were gonna die in that in those moments, you know. Yeah. So if I if I was if I you know you even have to think like let, let's take like two thousand years later, you got Christopher Columbus who's gonna like sail the seas because <laughs> everyone thought the world was flat. I mean, yeah, there's a. <laughs> That that's two thousand year <laughs> gap. You you got to think the, the two
0: thousand years of advancement.
2: Yes. Uh, so when I write that,
0: the, and they still thought the world was flat.
2: Yes. Uh, you know, every time, every time that it rains, I mean, maybe not every time, but most of the time, and then it, and then the sun comes out, we get what a rainbow. So they yeah. they talk about the rainbow in the Bible as like God's, uh, you know, sign that He's never going to do it again to the world. That's a hard that's a hard thing to to but grasp.
0: Floods still happen. They
2: do. We have flash floods all the time.
0: Yeah. Really big ones.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So and it's not, you know and I think a lot of people also get hung up on the idea that the Bible was written for America. <laughs> and, that, yeah. and that is the most. Like, again, America has not been entirely flooded again. Yes, we're, we're so we're so like, like even if the greater forty eight
1: were flooded, like how like Alaska and everything, we, we still think uh, <laughs> right. Jesus
2: was a white man, and that for some yeah. reason, yeah. you know, it, it, it's just. It's kind of comical at the end of the day. Well,
1: and Noah's Ark goes back to one of those, like, folk, you know, fairy tale. I hate to call it a fairy tale. That's the meaning.
2: But, you know, even non believers read that story to their kids about Noah and the Ark. Well, I'll tell you what. I posed posed, uh, during a time of my life where I was in serious doubt. I posed that question to the pastor of the church that my parents were going to at the time. We were at a lunch. And I asked him, I was like, Okay so so you know I believe in God I, I was just giving him some like you know just giving him face so that he would just kind of respond to me so right um, I asked him I said I have a really hard time believing you know the accuracy of the Bible as a whole I know we're, we're kind of coming back to that conversation again I'm sorry if I'm repeating no, something no, no, you're fine. but you know this hang up on Noah's ark and, and you know there's we're, we're still discovering new species every day almost <laughs> and you mean yeah. to tell me that one man was able to locate not just one of every creature but found a female or a male version of each creature i mean yeah. are we even talking about insects i mean I,
0: I was just thinking like we're talking about mosquitoes and and flies and horse flies and, are you ants kidding and me? spiders and and, like... and
2: i've heard so many theories there's like the uh the the floating log theory where a lot of insects survived because they they floated on logs that were at the top of the the flood i, I i've heard a lot of different yeah things. but that
0: but they're not on the ark then
2: no correct so and i asked him i was like it, can you kind of explain to me the like the like l- not the logic but like but you have to say it like explain it to me that makes more sense than just saying that this is how
0: it was and then I have to believe and, uh, it, and, and, and he couldn't. I'm I'm sorry, but like, are, are like, how? Where do you stop the line of defining what animals are? Like, because there's microscopic life. Mm-hmm. So every microscopic organi- organism was represented two by two, like on the Arctic. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't know. I f- I feel like you you have to leave room for some. Interpretation. Sure. Here. You have to be open minded. Some some oral tradition I mean, that God
2: if again we're going back to the inspired word and everything's word for word, exactly how it's supposed to be, then yeah. once you start questioning one little story in the Bible and you start to uh, open yourself up to think, huh, maybe that's not exactly how it then take a time out and whoa, yeah. actually there might be more than just this that's not. Actually, yeah. word for word. So, yeah,
0: yeah, it's true. So, yeah, th- my my whole point with those two examples again is I don't. I'm not trying to destroy anybody's faith. I am. I am trying to help. I hopefully look, you don't I, have look, to keep I, giving your. You don't have to keep giving your disclaimer. I at think, this point, I think they figured. No, it out. I'm just <laughs> saying. I don't like. I I just I don't want to. I don't want to come off like a self-righteous asshole or like I don't think, the guy that that knows anybody, it all or like the guy think that's like
1: listening at this point would take it that way i think it's just you know if i'm
0: a, i guess if i'm, a, I, just, if I'm like, a I don't want to sound point, like the guy I'm that's thinking, like transcended i'm thinking, and now i'm like no you guys should get to where we are no not know? at all not
1: at all because you know what it was literally only a few years ago when I, I won't use the word closed-minded but where i was being told exactly what was what and i said okay that's, that's fine. Like I, it makes perfect sense. The book says that that book says that that's right. You are an elder and an authority. And you said that that is accurate. So why would I doubt anything? Like nobody, nobody more credible than you is telling me that this is what I should believe. So obviously this is it. And you already kind of said it, but you know, I was born into this life and in this life within this life i'm being told that this is the thing that i need to grasp and run with and so i'm gonna do that because why am i here you know what why would i not have why would i not been have been born you know in some other
0: exactly which
1: which again goes back to the original illustration of it's so crazy how many people believe what they believe whenever you ask anybody about religion like the number one phrase that comes out of their mouth is, "Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I was raised, blah blah blah, right, right." Every time it's like this awkward like disclaimer, like they're well, saying, "This
0: is the frame I was handed." Y- exactly. But I don't, I don't know if I like it.
1: Ex- exactly. And even if they still believe that, like you usually don't hear like, "Well, I was raised Catholic, but I'm a Baptist now." It's usually like, "Well, I was raised, you know, Baptist." Uh, but, uh, you know, what's why, why do you ask? <laughs> like, like what's the, what's <laughs> yeah.
0: why, why should I finish my answer to this question? What's coming next?
1: Yeah. Which goes yeah. back to Chris's thing, like saying it's kind of cowardly because you're, you, look, what's the, what? like, I don't, I will tell you what I believe based on how <laughs> yeah. based... my
0: answer depends on what's, what's coming out of your mouth. now. Yeah, exactly. So where this conversation is going,
1: that's most people. And that's most things. Yeah. Again, I, I say the sports thing. Football's on the TV literally as we speak. So that's why I use that analogy. But there's so many things where uh, I'm sitting in a music room right now in my house where I have, it's literally like Chris will tell you, there's musical instruments on every freaking wall. It's you've been. frightening,
2: Yeah. It's, to be honest. It's creepy.
1: <laughs> Look, I've got Star Wars figurines. You've seen it, Josh. Yeah. Up on the. Yeah. Why? Because my freaking father raised me on Star Wars and I love it. Yeah. So he yeah. bought me the latest two figurines up there for Christmas. I literally opened a Christmas gift that's from him awesome. and it was Star Wars toys. It was the best thing ever. Anyways, but That's really cool. Why though? Because it, you know, that's what I was raised on and I that, that's that's how we become who we are, which is a whole other topic we should talk about that at some point. Yeah. Like that's really we important. Should. However, when it comes to uh, whether you're talking about what you've believed as far as where you came from or eternal life, life after death, which is, <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna get into all that. Well, but that, I most people believe I, that I, I wanna, based on what they. I want to
0: end there, but go, yeah, go ahead. Well,
1: that, that's it though. Most people believe the answer to all those questions are based on where they came from and what they've been told.
0: Where I came yes. from
1: and what I've been told, which I'm not saying I yeah. doubt all of, mom, if you're listening. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I necessarily doubt any of it. No, exactly. I'm saying, exactly.
1: That's 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 I'm that's saying, a better way to put it. I'm not saying I doubt anything.
0: I finally got into a place where I'm comfortable with acknowledging if, if somebody showed me that it's not true. Right. Fine. Show me it's not true. I'm not like – I'm not so – I can't be dogmatic about anything other than Jesus was a real person. You're going to have a bunch of what What people, happened to him actually happened. You're going to have
1: a bunch of dogmatic people email the podcast about
0: – That's fine.
1: Like, they're going to be like, okay, this is what's actually true and you've been misled.
0: That's look. I I don't want to discourage that at all. If that's if you want to do that, I would love for you we to do that, and read, I will read every single one of those. I'm gonna say we'll every single read one everything those. that
1: comes in because it's it's gonna be interesting no matter what. I would
0: it is. I would love to hear those viewpoints, and I'd love to hear I, I'd love to hear any viewpoints. Um, unless you guys have anything else that you feel like we haven't covered that needs to be covered, I have one last thing where I want to wrap this Chris, up. You have anything?
1: Like I feel like we could. It's one of those topics we could pull examples and pick on things. We forever, could, but I think
0: I think we've illustrated it oh,
1: exactly. I think we've we've gotten our okay driving point across.
0: So here's the last thing that I struggle with, and I struggle with it a lot, um, and I still don't know what the answer is. I'm still looking for the answer. I think, and and maybe I'll never know the answer. But, um, again, the way we were raised, we were told that. Okay, so there, there is in, in the Gospels what is called the Great Commission. Um, and you've, if you've been to church a bunch, you've heard that term before. It's the passage where Jesus is commanding his disciples to go out and tell the world about him and about what he did, about his death, burial, and resurrection, and about his life. And he's telling his disciples, go tell the whole world about this spread this message. So the way we were raised is we, you know, we have to tell people about that and that's fine. I I don't have any problem with that. I, I think people should know. I think it's the greatest story ever told. Here's where I struggle. We were taught that the afterlife is one of two things. It's either you, you go to be with God forever in heaven Or you are, uh, in a place that is absent from God in hell forever. And it's one of those two things. And the, where you go depends on a choice you make here on earth while you are alive. And that choice is whether you accept what Jesus did when he was on the earth, dying on the cross for everyone. So you have to make that choice here on earth. And if you make the decision that you are going to accept that, and you know, that's, that's your choice, then you will go to heaven when you die. And if you don't, then you will go to hell when you die. Here's where I really struggle. There are people, I'll just use Africa as an example but all over the world. There are people in Africa who will be born, live, and die in their little village, never seeing another human other than the 15 people in their village or maybe the next village over that they trade with from time to time. They will live their whole life knowing those 15 or 30 people never hearing this story from anyone because nobody knows where they are or because we're lazy. Who cares? Like the, the point is that person will never hear this story. And so the way I was raised, then I'm led to believe that that person will die and that person will go to hell because he was never given the opportunity to make that decision here on earth. And that's not his fault. Right. He didn't. He didn't choose to not hear that well, story. He didn't choose to be born there, and he didn't choose. There are a lot of to have nobody frith- come discover his tribe. Sure.
1: There's a lot of cultures, a lot of religions that say, if that person dies and goes to hell, whatever that's interpreted as, whatever you know you believe. If that happens, it's because of the people that knew better and didn't go tell them It's people. our failure. It's a, a, right.
0: Which I mean. So fine. My point is like, that's not fucking fair to him. Like he didn't choose to be born there. And like, so don't use that example to make me feel bad. I already feel bad. Right. It's not like, this is not about guilting me into going to tell more people that's fine. But it's not about me failing to get the message to him. It's about that person living and dying in a place where nobody is ever going to talk to him about this and he's still going to go to hell when he dies. Like I have a really hard time with that I have a really hard time with that. And it would seem again, like the example that Jesus set here on earth and the things that he talked about, the man that we look to as our example of what a human being should be. It doesn't seem like that was the message he preached when he was here. So it's really hard for me to accept that that person would go to hell because of circumstances that they didn't choose. So let me, let me maybe, I don't know the answer
2: to that, but I do, do want to like bring you back to the story of Jesus again, who is the person we are supposed to model ourselves after the most. Mm -hmm. and. Just think of his 33 or whatever years on earth. Did he reach every person in his world that he lived? Now we could say after his life, maybe to a degree, but in his lifetime, did he reach every individual? That's not fair to say. And that is the most perfect individual that's yeah. the person we model. And for ourselves. him it was impossible. Exactly. So so my so my question is and then you have the other difficulty about like let's let's talk about Harper, Tyler's child. Uh you know, God forbid something happens and she's not around anymore, does she go to heaven? You know, obviously Tyler and Casey would in their hearts know that that's exactly where she would be. But her mind can't grasp the idea of God. Right and jesus and that idea so is it fair to say that those individuals that you're referring to in a village that has no idea is it is it fair to say that they may not have the option to grasp so that that whole idea of god and and jesus and and i'm just like winging it here because i don't have an answer but i'm just posing the question Mm -hmm. is it possible you know, but the Bible. You know, the Bible doesn't say one way or the other that those that never knew or could never know are going to be in heaven. It just says our jobs as Christians are to go into the world and you know spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just kind of what is the outcome of that scenario? You, I, we don't know. Yeah, but I, but I, mean, I was saying I mean, that you know the whole Jesus story. What? You know he did he. It's impossible for him to reach every single person on the world. Right. That well, especially he was like in.
1: it's hard for us to imagine because in our lifetime there's so many ways to reach more people. So if you think about, we, I can't even imagine living in those days. Obviously, our like mm. grandfathers, especially great grandfathers, did, but, pre well not really because we're talking like pre community pre telephone pre everything. It's right. just people. It's literally a game of telephone mm, yeah, there's, there's... where people I.
2: So I, I I've never I only I've never thought that. about it that way, Chris. I only said that to maybe ease your because clearly no, I, you were suffering in your mind about the idea of that because you. Were I appreciate getting emotional.
0: that. I, that's it's bothered me for a very long time, and I appreciate that. And I like I've never thought about it that way that like Jesus didn't even reach the world when he was here, and that's the that's the that's the, the one, one perfect person that's ever lived. So, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe those people then, because they never had the opportunity to hear it, and therefore can't grasp it. Maybe, maybe they do
2: get a pass. It, it I sounds, mean, I don't know. I know. I, I was
0: gonna, I was gonna say it sounds trivial to say get a pass, but maybe they do. Maybe they do. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's not about that at all. Maybe, maybe the choice happens after we die. Maybe, you know. In the afterlife, God's like, hey, you can hang out with me forever or not. It's your choice. And maybe people make the choice then. I don't know. But Or,
1: I'm not saying this is what I believe whatsoever, but you have to humor the idea. I'll use Pete's words again here, but you have to humor yeah. the idea of lights out. You,
0: I mean, you absolutely do. You have to
1: consider you, that that is. A you, and when I say you have to humor it, all of this, and that means no matter what you believe, I don't care who you are. If you're, if you again, if you have ever had an original thought for yourself, if you've ever thought outside the box <laughs> even once in your life, then no matter what, I don't care. It doesn't. This isn't about religion. This isn't about, you know, this isn't about anything other than just again, just having an original thought. Uh, but if you are a thinking person. If you've ever stopped for even a minute to think about eternity, your mind has gone to the place of, okay, I know this is what I've been told. I know I believe this. I do. I believe with all my heart. But, but, but yeah. what if, just what if, when what you if die, it's, it? it's over? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here, and then we're gone. Yeah. And uh, I heard a-, a comedian, Stephen Wright, said that... um he said the earth was around for millions of years before I got here. Now that, I mean, it depends on what he's, from an sure. evolutionary standpoint, the earth was around. Even that, like, Yeah, that's a whole other, we'll talk about Fine. that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I don't really care how old the earth is. I hate that argument. I don't either. People go into so I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm here. Like, if it's 6,000 years old, or 10,000, or 20,000,
2: or 6 billion. It's 9,000. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> but if if
0: that's the one thing Chris decides to be done yeah, like, about, okay, no, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. no, I was just kidding. I don't know. It's nine thousand seven hundred forty-eight
1: years old this year. Happy birthday, America! Yeah. Um, no, so, not America. I don't know why I said that because that's clearly seventeen seventy-six. If we're gonna go off of the documents that were, right. And even that, we need to talk about that sometime because I think there's a lot of historical stuff that pictures that have been I do painted. too. Which makes me yep. doubt—not doubt. Gosh, I hate – keep bringing that word up. It makes Doubt's me fine. Want to dig and explore a lot of things. Previous my time, like. Anyways, yeah. I, we'll save that because we're get, That's another thing. Yeah. Um. But anyway. So the earth was. He was saying the earth was round. Yeah. So he's like the here. earth has been around for a million years. And now I'm here for a couple of years. And then when I die, it'll just keep going. So I'm really just a disruption to the universe, if anything. That was his quote. And he's That's a comedian fair. and he's like, you know, trying to yeah. be funny. But there is some truth to that. Like, yeah. you know, we talk about life. Like, I mean, life was going on way before me. And now I'm kind of here and it's still doing its thing. And then when I die, it's going to keep doing its thing. Like, it's just like, yeah. hey, welcome to me. And now you may leave, is what the Earth says.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So don't don't mess things up too badly. Like, uh, you know, I'm having company over for a little while. <laughs> and Ray Romano, and has then one. you can leave. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm having, and then Ray Romano has one, and it's much simpler. And my best Ray Romano voice. It's hundred years, all new people. That's what he says. <laughs> that's true. He goes hundred yeah, years, true. all
2: new people.
0: That's and, that's and a he uncanny said that, impression too. Yeah,
1: he said that. Uh, oh wait, he says uh, You don't have to do that. Um, it is. He said. Uh, he said that, and I was like, "Haha, that's funny." And then I stopped. And I was like, "No, it's not funny. It's really, really super mind blowing in such a simple phrase. Yeah. Like a yeah. hundred years from now, we're all gone. This podcast yeah. means nothing unless it gets documented in history for some reason. It might. <laughs> I don't know. But look,
0: I I just hope that. There's a way that I can show this podcast to my kids someday. Well,
1: that's that's a big part of what I why what I love doing, which makes me question going to explicit. Now that you say that, because we, that's whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. We're definitely we're we're definitely not the potty mouths that that. Um. Anyways, so look, uh, look. yeah, there's that's that, that that thought alone. When when he goes back, when you go back to like we're we're all going to be gone in a hundred years, but yeah. where are we going to be? And you know, th- yeah. then you have the reincarnation people that come in and get in on, get in on it, and it changes like, you know, that thought is a game changer for those people. Like, yeah, it's nothing else and makes I, look, sense.
0: If if you're going to consider the thought that when you die, it's just all over, then you also have to consider the thought that like maybe they're right too. You know, like reincarnation is a thing like my my point here is no matter where you land you're you're landing there by faith absolutely and you're right because if the reincarnation on proof
1: reincarnation person and i say not uh because that's not what i believe and then they say okay that's fine i'm open-minded to hear what you have to say just tell me why i'm wrong if the reincarnation person says that to me i'll be like well because i wasn't
0: (laughs) (laughs) well because um because because someone told me that that's not what happens yeah for but you know the same them to you like they could be like well these writings say this and you would be like well these writings say this right and that's all we have so my point is wherever you land you're landing there by faith and so land there and be fine with it or maybe land a few different places before you decide where you're going to land for good whatever I think the last thing that I want to say, and then like you guys, if you guys have any closing thoughts or whatever, the last thing I want to say is I, I don't want anybody to, I'm, I've said this before. I don't want anybody to walk away from this thinking Josh has no faith anymore because it, that couldn't be further from the truth. Sure. I, I have faith. My, fi- I, I feel my faith has never been stronger. I, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. And I believe that the account of Jesus that we have is true. I believe that what the Bible says happened to Jesus happened. And I don't believe it just because the Bible says it. I believe it because the Bible is not the only book that records the life and death of Jesus. That being said, I... Even if what the Bible says about the afterlife is not true, and even if it is just all over when we die or whatever the case is, even if that is true, I know for me that my life is 100% better with Jesus than without. Right. And I know that a lifestyle that emulates Jesus is an aspirational lifestyle, and it's not one that I can ever attain, but it does make me a better person, and therefore it makes the world around me a better place. Sure. So wherever you land on Jesus, he was a real person and the things he taught were just good things. So whether you believe in the afterlife or, or not, or whether you believe the Bible or not fine, like then none of that matters to me. What matters to me is be open to exploring why you believe what you believe. And I, I am saying for me, my life would not be the same were it not for Jesus. And Boom. that's what I try to live my life around.
2: Yeah, awesome. Like, I don't
1: really even know. I don't really have any closing thoughts after that. I'll just... Can I say ditto? I know that's absolutely that's super generic to something super deep you just said. But, man, I mean, that was
2: – I don't really know. That was great, man. That was a good wrap-up. I appreciate it. Chris, you got anything else? I'll tell you one thing real fast. Um, a book – If I can plug a book, it's a book. Definitely. Just say say not sponsored after you see the title. (laughs) Not sponsored. Uh, It's called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. Now, this is a book for Christians, non-Christians, and agnostics, and people who don't even believe in Christianity to be even a valid religion. I recommend it wholly from a person who was brought up in the church, thought they were doing the right thing and were opening their lives to what they thought was, you know, the right thing to do with God and their parents scolded them and thought they were Satanists. And then you go to this whole place where you don't even believe in God anymore and you lose your faith. Uh This was the book that brought me back to a place where I can say that, you know, life's good and, and God is good. So I highly recommend it. That's awesome. Um, I I I've wrote it
0: down and I wrote it down in my notes. I will absolutely look at that book. It really back.
2: breaks down everything from everyone's perspective, and it's it's very good. So
0: I love it. And I like I. There's something so healthy. We've talked about it before, but there's something so healthy about being open to at least hearing other people's viewpoints. Absolutely. Um, Gosh,
1: and does our world ever need that, man? Like in every yeah. category.
0: So, look. Wherever you land on this, if you've listened this far, you're at least open-minded. And I, I honestly, like I, this episode more than ever, I sincerely appreciate the fact that you listened yeah, to this.
1: Same here. I did. Owe and this too. is,
0: <laughs> this is not about, I look, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to persuade anybody of anything. trust, I don't think any of us are. You
1: don't have to say it anymore. We know, we know, we love you.
0: No, I'm just saying, I don't like, I don't even, I'm not even trying to persuade somebody to be a Christian necessarily. I'm just asking people, just explore, explore, explore what you believe, why you believe it, start asking why, and then be open to being wrong while clinging to your faith. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um... Oh, good oh, oh, oh. conversation. Gentlemen,
1: oh, I'll close with my quote of the day.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Stay committed to your decisions, but stay flexible in your approach. Boom. This means something a little
0: bit different now at the end of the podcast. We didn't even plan it like we, that, but it happened. We didn't.
1: That's pretty great.
0: Um, man, I loved this conversation. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I'm,
1: that will much like the nineties podcast and a few others that probably will not be the end.
0: No, it definitely won't. At, at least, like, at least in my head, it it won't. Um, and oh, I'm sure, sure that it'll come up again. This is like, like I said, for a long time now. This is the stuff that I've been thinking about. And it sounds like Chris, you have too, and Tyler, I know you have. Like, and we probably won't stop exploring this. I, I, at least I hope. Um, I hope I won't, and I hope we won't. But, um, man, I love this conversation. So, good good on you guys um chris thank you for making time for this
2: i appreciate it thanks for the invite
0: yeah and i i honestly like you you said some things that i had never thought of the way you said them so i appreciate that too um thank you it was it was a fresh perspective I, no i like i mean it. i I really he was a
1: good one it. he was a good one for this topic it was exciting yeah exciting to get to bring some some other perspective people get tired of hearing us hearing us yeah, every week. I think, week, that's, so we I think that's for sure I <laughs> to true. mix it up a little bit.
0: Um, look, ladies and gentlemen, I more than I have ever wanted it from you, I really want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you guys think. And my feelings are not going to be hurt. I promise if you tell me that I'm an idiot and everything we said on this podcast is wrong, that's fine. I, I sincerely want to hear what you think. So... Um, I'm going to tell you how to get a hold of us, please. I, I know on this subject, there's there's nobody listening to this that doesn't at least have an opinion. This is one of those topics. So tell us what it is. I, wa- I want to hear from you guys. So you can email us. Um, it's here's the thingcast at gmail.com. Um, you can get a hold of us on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash here's the thingcast. Uh, we're on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash here's the thingcast. And we're on Twitter at H T T cast. So those are all the places you can get hold of us. Please reach out to us. Let us know what you think, Let I would love to have a conversation about this with you, the listener, um, and include you in the, on this and, and even have a, a further conversation down the road with your input. I, I would love nothing more than that. So please reach out to us and let us know what you think. Um, this was awesome. I probably my favorite episode that we've done so far. Uh, yeah, and I ones. know I've said that a couple times but this is <laughs> I love this so much so um, listeners thank you for listening Tyler, Chris thank you guys for talking um, listeners we're going to be back here same time same place next week you should be here too until then see you later yes I did that